So last time we were together, I talked to you about past life promises, and then I promised <laughs> to talk to you this time about karmic ties and karmic debts, where it has to do with a soul link to another. Now, if you've been listening to me for some time, you might have remembered the episode on past life connections. I think that one is really, really helpful to kind of unravel if you have a past life connection with another person that you just can't seem to shake, right? I talked to you about past life connections when we were going through the chakras and I was working you through the sacral chakra, which has to do with relationships, sexual issues, creativity, and new beginnings. And today, the subject of karmic ties and karmic debts is also linked to the sacral chakra relationships and it is also linked to the karmic chakra which is where we're still kind of hanging out in that space above your crown of your head where I tend to pick up a lot of karmic information even though I also pick up karmic information through the reverberation of the energy of the entire body um, but I just think it will be helpful for us to remember kind of that there's other threads of this conversation happening in other episodes. So if you're interested, I do encourage you to re-listen to that past life connections episode, because I really get into um, how you can kind of navigate the nuances of connecting with the highest truth to understand and maybe even unravel those past life connections. But today, I want to talk to you about um, mainly karmic debt. <laughs> I hope you enjoy our time together. You are listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to follow me on my social media platforms, that would be great. Also, I do have a YouTube channel where I teach a lot of additional information that is um, Constance Mesmer, and these podcasts are being converted to a visual experience as well. You can find them there. Thanks for joining me. I had a client recently that I did as a phone read because a lot of my clients don't live in the same neighborhood that I exist in. And um, we were speaking and she was um, really going through some stuff with her son. And it was really fascinating for me because what came up through spirit and also looking at her soul and looking at her karmic chakra and get, gathering information from his um, essence and his karmic chakra and both of their guides and all of the above, because I go everywhere for my information. It was fascinating to me because what really came through profoundly was her karmic debt was over. It was finished with her son. Now, it didn't mean that um, she was stopping loving him or helping him or whatever, but it was this, all the while, this kid had been really, really, really needy throughout his whole life. It was one of the ways he kind of manipulated their relationship so that he could kind of get away with, um, you know, being taken care of on countless levels. And so it was fascinating to me because uh, it was really in the read, uh, spirit was, and the information that was coming through was giving her permission to kind of step back 
from the uh, tentacles of his neediness. And in doing that, she would actually free this adult child, quote unquote, to standing up um, in his own power. And but it was interesting because for the dynamic relationship of their entire life, and she's a biological mother and I'm, I'm a mother and I know how it is. You always want to help your kids, always want to take care of your kids. But it had just come to the place where it was just not healthy. And I know for some of you out there, it may be a necessary thing that you're caring for your adult children and paying their way and housing them and all that stuff, you know, for whatever, um, things that might be in your sphere of life and in theirs. But in this particular situation, we looked at some of their past lives together, which was profound for her. Um, they resonated with when she was looking, they resonated with why he had these behavioral patterns and why she had these behavioral patterns in this incarnation. And it was interesting because, you know, she has, was constantly giving, giving, giving now. And she's also a giver. She's also a heart, beautiful heart energy woman who continually um, tends to give, give, give more than she receives, receives, re receives. Now, various reasons for that, but I won't get into that. <laughs> it's a whole nother episode. But um, why anyone would be that way or aligned with that way. But what came through was it was spirit's way of telling me that she had recently paid off her karmic debt and that she was finished with repeating the patterns of this with him and that she owed him nothing more. And it was a clean slate. She was kind of disheveled by that information because, um, it, what, what was coming through and I'm not giving exact examples of what was coming through. What was coming through was really resonating with her, but also she was kind of um, perplexed. Why would spirit say she doesn't have to give anymore to the degree that she was giving? And I said, because she had, um, you know, given actually what spirit was saying was she had been giving and doing to the point of exhaustion so that it was no longer, um, an energy exchange. It was an energy <laughs> kind of takeover, right? She was getting, um, depleted. So it was kind of what I want to say to you was that then what happened in the course of the read, it was very beneficial and she felt great relief. And then afterwards, um, we checked back in with each other as I sometimes do. And she said things had gotten much better, like even her energetically pulling away like this or coming to the awareness of these past lives. And we processed through and, you know, she kind of made amends in those places and said, listen, and then we connected her with her soul and his soul to say, listen, this is, uh, you know, I've done as much as I can for you. Now it's your turn to kind of take the ball and run because my job for, as a parent is to get you to get into adulting. And, you know, now you've got all the resources and the tools and you've got this and it'll be fine. And so when she did that on a spiritual psychic level, right, um, through the, uh, kind of the, the, the soul awareness, she, he, she was able to really release him and he was able to really pull back and, um, kind of move on with his life. So when I checked back in with her, she said, countless changes had taken place. He was not angry at her. Like he had been in their past where, 
you know, where she was kind of trying to cut him off before or pull back on resources before of resources of support. He was actually like, it's fine. I actually get it now, mom. He came to a greater awareness of understanding. And so it was beneficial to do all the soul work that we had done. And I think for me to pass along to you that this, uh, sometimes has to happen, right? We have to recognize when there's people in our life that we owe from other incarnations, like a karmic debt, where maybe they took care of us, or we made a promise, remember past life promises, maybe we made a promise um, actually to the person, for the person, I will take care of you, I'll always be there for you, I've always got your back, all of these kind of promises that carry forward in this lifetime when we see them, whether if we see them as a significant other, or we see them as a work partner, or work person, you know, or even our own children, or our own parents, or our siblings. And so what was interesting um, with what spirit was kind of uh, opening up her eyes to is that she had been finished with the karmic debt because she had been giving and doing to the point of exhaustion. Right. And she was doing it. Um, it was like a type of kind of a, you know, the temperament and the attitude. It wasn't just uh, depletion of her financial resources, although those were taking its toll, you know, but she was getting on in years. So she's like, listen, I can't just <laughs> keep making money for both of us. He's got to get on it. But it was, it became this, um, an attitude shift in the relationship too. And so it was for me with working with her in this whole arena of higher conscious awareness to, um, relation, relationship issues or relationship ties or, um, you know, ties to someone, uh, karmic ties. It was for me, it was to kind of get her that, you know, you need to really resolve this to the point, um, to resolve the understanding to the point so that she doesn't carry it forward and repeat in, in later in this lifetime or in another lifetime. And so for her, when we went through it, it was, it was meant to be resolved. She was meant to pull back. She was meant to just be, you know, connected as a, a mother son relationship in love and only support in ways that felt more comfortable for her and empowering to both of them. Listen, I have also done reads and sessions with people where I'm like, Oh my God, this past life thing that you did, this karmic debt stuff that you set up is so extreme that this is always going to be that way in this lifetime. So you just have to sit it out for the ride, figure it out, you know, and I'm just going to, you're going to laugh. Sometimes these are otherwise known as, um, uh, look at spirits editing my brain. <laughs> That's so funny. Sometimes it's alimony payments, right? <laughs> there we go. They finally let it come through. Sometimes it's alimony payments. So these are things where it's like, wow, do I, you know, is this a past life thing where it didn't work uh, as a relationship in this incarnation? We tried, it didn't happen, but now I still, you know, I'm going to supply for you or pay your way or whatever. So it's, it's a lot to consider. I think it's a lot to consider. And so I think it's interesting, um, if you give it a little think about where any of those kind of thoughts might land in your life. So after our session, because she had follow-up questions and I responded via email, I'm just going to tell you some of the email answers that came out of it. Um, what came through, cause I linked to spirit and I give the answers as I kind of channel type, I do channel type. Um, 
I, I told the woman, I said, it feels like you've been closing doors behind you as you walk forward in life. And there are some areas that you don't need to revisit, rethink, rework, or reconcern yourself with. You have done enough. You can move on. And it was interesting because when this came through, it was multiple on multiple meanings, right? It was not just with her son. It was, she had grown to a, a soulful place of spiritual awareness where she was ready to close a bunch of doors and be finished and done with the way she was thinking or doing in regards to um, looking at her past or, you know, or dealing with past episodes, whether in her family of origin or life experiences or work experiences or friends. And spirit was kind of reminding her, you need, you know, it is about moving forward. It is about eyes forward. Otherwise you're constantly dragging that, you know, stuff from the past around you and you're reliving it and revisiting it. And it's not allowing you for proper soul growth. And so spirit was really adamant about when you close this door of awareness to move forward, walk forward and don't revisit, don't rethink, don't rework, don't reconcern yourself with this. You've done enough. You've done enough. And so spirit was telling her, don't look backwards with guilt, angst, or any needy form of dragging yourself back into the drama of that person's company, their experience, their mindset. And so sometimes even with kids, and I hate to say it, or loved ones that we adore and love, that, that sometimes the mindset is such a, a, a huge gap of connectivity where, you know, you might have someone that's just super curmudgeon or super, you know, they just don't align with your truth anymore. And so it's how can you um, look at that link to see if there is a karmic debt and what did you promise them? What did you promise them? And so, you know me, I always encourage you to take some contemplation time to sit, you know, light a candle, make sure you're not going to be disturbed and to just sit with your eyes closed and hands on heart with the intention of connecting to the highest truth to come forward and connect with you and give you guidance in regards to any karmic debt or karmic link that you might have with this other person. Because even if it's someone as beloved as your mate or your child or your parent or you know, family member or whatever, it may be that, um, when you kind of say, what, what did I say I would do? And you might get, like you said, you'd be a cheerleader or you said you'd help them when they were going through hardship. And then if you look deeper, you might say, okay, well, how did I get that? I would help them. You know, you would always give them other ways of thinking and you think, oh, this is exactly how it's been going. I'm always there for them and troubleshooting their problems, but they never take my advice. <laughs> They never change their ways. They're stuck in their ways. They're not hearing it from me. It doesn't matter if I offer books or workshops or finances or different ways of thinking. They are just stuck, stuck, stuck. And so in these moments of kind of reconciling or recognizing actually that karmic link that you might notice that there's actually, how does that feel to you? It could feel like an incredible imbalance and it could feel like you have enough, enough, enough. You have done enough. And you could say to them, listen, this is beyond me. And I'm, I recognize that what I have to offer no longer serves you. And usually that in the past, if you've been listening, that's my go-to anyway, is that sometimes, you know, this is beyond what's happening in the moment and maybe they need, whether it's therapy or whatever, but, but you, but the awareness of this episode is when it's karmic debt and recognizing, even though you said your part was going to help them, it may be that they're not ready to receive the help. And so the way you could get that is you could ask 
their soul by picturing them standing before you and say, are you ever going to get it in this lifetime? Is it, it, am I ever going to be able to not help you in the form that I'm going to? And they might say, no, I will always, this is my lesson. I'm trying to teach you boundaries and I am going to always be how I am. And until you walk away, I'm never going to get it. And so sometimes that's even it, right? There's this lopsided thing. You think I've come to save you. I've come to work with you. I've come to take care of you. And there's this, and you think it's going to end, right? You think it's going to like, oh, yay, I finally did it. I helped them succeed or I helped them get out of the pity pot or whatever it is. And you think there's going to be an end, but <laughs> spirit's saying not always, only sometimes. And then you get to choose because if your journey in this life was to help them, but their journey in this life was to be like right where they are and stuck, then they're, then they're offering you a different gift, right? They're not offering you resolution and rah, 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 it's all this. They're offering you reflection of boundaries or they're offering you, um, you know, uh, no judgment to the choices that we each make. This is really, I, I hope this is making sense to you because it's what I'm saying is, is there's a lot of layers when it comes to karmic debt and karmic ties. It might never end how you think or hope it might be, but in going into these quiet sessions of contemplation where you imagine them standing before you, ask the highest of the heavens to surround this experience with light and love so that truth can be made known to you. You could ask to the highest of truth, what more can I do with this person? Is there anything that I can do that would make a difference? And you might get a no, no, no. And so then you might get, well, you know, by the grace of the cosmic all, how can I kind of wrap this whole experience in life and move on and move on? Because what really came through to that woman um, in the follow-up was you don't go backwards with guilt. Don't feel, you know, angst or, you know, dragging yourself into the drama of it. And because they're never going to change kind of, they're never going to change. And what happens is once you start leaning back or feeling um, guilty and you turn your attention back to them, you end up going into these old patterns or these old habits and you're returning to behavior that doesn't suit you, right? You've grown beyond those behaviors because you've got recognition of consciousness, but they're by their own, you know, whatever, they're pulling you back or you're choosing to go back, right? You're choosing to go back to that relationship and going, oh, I just feel guilty, so I have to. So what I'm asking you or inviting you to do are in those moments of contemplation and saying, if you get clearly like enough already, this is over, nothing I do is gonna help and this is not, rewarding for me or for them, right? In a way, because they feel like you feel, you might feel like they're takers. I'm a giver. Then you might say, okay, what do I need to do to release this? That's key. What do I need to do to release this? Again, this does not mean you never have a relationship with them again, although it might mean that, but oftentimes it means it doesn't grab you anymore. It does not create the reverberation in your being of like guilt, angst, trouble. Like it's just like you're unnerved, right? You're unnerved in a way because you're like, oh, I get it from this higher perspective. So with karmic debt, it's often a promise or a rightening of a ship, kind of, if you will. Like you're you made this promise in a previous incarnation with this person, you know, on some level, and you're trying to pay back 
you know, or you're trying to follow through on this um, karmic link or this promise that you made. And sometimes when we owe people from our ancient past, it's because we have been in the wrong and they've been in the right, or we've been in the wrong and they've been in the right. And we're trying to kind of balance the scales, if you will. And so sometimes that means we're a cheerleader or sometimes we're like, um, you know, maybe we're born the parent and we get to raise them as best we can or whatever it is, or maybe they're born the parent and they're trying to help us. And, you know, it just becomes a really interesting way of looking at that dynamic of relationship when you consider closing your eyes in contemplation and saying, is there a karmic debt here? What's it about? And what's the deeper lesson, right? So I, I think it's important to take the time, especially when there's a rub or something is taxing and tiring and you're getting, you know, exhausted by a connection with another person. So now I want you to flip this. It could also mean that you're in the receivership. You're the one that could have been owed favors, efforts, help, you know, or clearing the air with a person or a place or an experience or a mindset. And so sometimes, um, and this is always cute to me when people are like, oh my God, I get so many blessings. I get so many blessings. And it's even in their astrology chart or something where things come to them and, you know, just it's effortless and it's just like people are giving them, they feel guilty sometimes, but maybe not that people, you know, things work out for them. They get gifts, they, you know, whatever, maybe they end up with a partner that they don't have to work because the partner, you know, has the money, or maybe they were gifted from their parents or they get a windfall in their own creation or stuff like this, where just things come to them and you're in the receivership, right? Maybe that's you. And it becomes this, again, not feeling guilty, not feeling upset about this, but what, um, you know, what, uh, where are you in this spectrum of, you know, kind of giving and taking and all of that? I think that's important to look at too, when there's a karmic tie and the karmic debt is being, you're being owed or you're being paid. And, um, <laughs> I have to tell you, sometimes I tell my husband, I'm like, oh my God, you must've been a real troublemaker in another life. Cause you're really helping a lot of people in this life. Cause he's very philanthropic. And so I'm like, you are just really giving and giving and giving probably because you owed them. And how about me? Right. Remember when I told you about that lifetime that I uncovered when I was studying Reiki and I was really awful and I was really, really awful. I think a lot of the people, I told you this, a lot of the people that come to me for healing sessions is because I was not nice to them in other incarnations. And I'm supposed to help and empower them in this lifetime. Listen, that resonates with you when you're listening. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. But I know that I was also, you know, toying with darkness in other incarnations and I was manipulating my power. And so I definitely do not do that in this lifetime. I think I'm making up for that. <laughs> I'm making up. It's both sides of the spectrum. So it's really interesting when there's people that come into our life and we're like, wow, there's a link here. There's a link here. Um, you know, uh, you, people that we work really well with, or we have a similar mission, or we have a similar outlook, or similar kind of, we're, we're just really compatible. Those could be because, um, 
not so much there's a karmic debt, but there is a karmic link. There is a soul link. And those are fun and playful and they just get together. There could also be links that you have, right? Where there's an incredible rub, where you just have issue with that person, where it is not easy, it's tricky, whatever. Even this could be, I know people that have come to me where they're like, oh my God, is this you know boyfriend ever going to get their act together? They, they really seem like they're holding some uh, of the, you know, negative energy. And I'm like pulling, being pulled into their darkness. And so we often look at past lives, like what, was there a promise that you said, um, I'm going to remind you of your light or remind you of better ways and all this kind of stuff. And so you too can do this in your own time of discernment, right? And, and recognize that, um, that whether it's someone tricky that you're dealing with, or you're getting kind of gifts out of nowhere, or, uh, <laughs> you know, or if you're, um, being lavished on in a relationship and you're feeling like, wow, what, what, you know, this is great. What's the, what's this about? Or you have those people in your life where you feel like you always have to take care of them or you, they're always like, you, you know, you want to give them money or give them help or, you know, whatever, or, or advice and they take it or they don't take it. I encourage you to look, I encourage you to take contemplation time to sit imagining them in your mind's eye surround the whole experience with light so you can get to the highest truth and say, is there a past life here? Is there a past life connection, a karmic link where there's unfinished business carried over from a past life into this lifetime where there's the karma, the scale and balance of karma is trying to play out. And, and what am I supposed to do with this? What's my greatest lesson in this? Or what is this about? And because your feelings are the link to manifesting and your feelings are a link to your own happiness and your soul's growth, I would recognize when something feels uncomfortable, finished, or you feel like you're, you know, being taken advantage of, or you're not happy. These two, you can take the time to sit in contemplation to say, is this coming from inside of me or is the source because I'm my power's being given away to someone else, or I'm in a relationship with someone else that is not suiting me anymore and I need to pull away, or does it need to shift? And then the next questions would be in those moments of contemplation is, is there a karmic tie here? And what did I promise? Or what was I supposed to come to an awareness in this lifetime? Or are they teaching me? What are they teaching me? And then much like I tore up the, you know, I, I tear up contracts. Remember the aliens when I tore up the contract and now I'm like, Hmm, if you want to come talk to me again, I'll, I'll make sure there's time. But, um, with the person you can do the same. You can envision a contract after you get all the answers. Like what's this link about? What am I supposed to remember? Do I owe them anything? I've tried everything. Are they ever going to get it? Are they ever going to stop seeking my help or my support? And maybe you're done with it, even though they might not be, but it's about your happiness. Like, you know what? I wanted shift, right? And so what do I need to learn from all this? And can I move on or is there more to understand? And you're going to have to sort through that. And I'm all a big fan of journaling, as you know, to kind of write down the experience, ask your guides and angels and your own soul and your own soul awareness and your own soul wise self being 
to help you um, come up with maybe there might be little reminders throughout the next few days or a little eureka awareness of understanding, right? You might uh, have signs come to you that support what you've uncovered or need to consider. And remember in clairvoyance and clairaudience lessons, those signs could be, you know, titles of a book, title of a um, movie or, you know, an article in a magazine or somebody says something, you know, doesn't always have to happen on a spiritual level. Spirit can also put images in front of our physical self to have us receive answers from questions we've pondered or posed. So those are all interesting and important. I also think communication is key in life. <laughs> I always have to remember like, okay, not everybody speaks telepathically Constance. You need to talk, you know, communicate beyond telepathic communication. And so I always encourage you to, if there's somebody that your relationship has run the gamut, or if there's, you know, people that depend on you that you need to shift the whole kind of experience, um, you know, speak from your heart. And I always send and project light of love before me. And, and I even, um, sometimes talk to their soul before I see them. And I say, listen, I really want to talk to you about this subject. So what does that look like talking to someone's soul? Just like I've already been telling you, you uh, eyes closed because it'll help you focus inward to the spiritual experience. And in asking that you connect with them and picture them before you, you make a unitive link. That just means your intention is to speak soul to soul to them and talk to them and say, listen, I really need to talk to you about the dynamic of our relationship or this incredible karmic link that we have, or this, you know, debt I feel I've paid or whatever it is. And so maybe talk to them on a soul level first, and then, then talk to them in the physical and you might find it'll go much smoother, right? I also project love forward when I go into these conversations in the physical. And I also say, listen, this is gonna be a tricky conversation for me. Please forgive me if I, I don't um, speak it clearly, but I'm gonna speak from the heart as best I can and I wanna listen. I wanna share my part and I wanna listen and I want us to have a you know clear communication as possible. And um, and just always approaching it from a higher consciousness perspective, like a, what's the greater lesson here? What's, what's happening? You know, if they're starting to freak out or be unnerved by the complications or the um, experience of the communication, ask inside what's, use your clear pensée, you know, what's coming up for them right now and see what comes back to your awareness. Because sometimes they don't even say it, but we might say it. Listen, this might be, tricky for you because you're scared on how you're going to make your money now or, you know, whatever it is. Remember Claire Ponce? <laughs> Re-listen to that episode if you, have, you don't remember. I adore you. So I think this is fabulous work you're doing if you're interested in karmic ties and karmic debt because it is sticky and can be tricky, but it is ever so important to understand and um, recognize when there is a karmic tie or a karmic debt occurring and what you might do to kind of shift the energy for it, especially if it is, you know, um, taking you out in some form, right? Which I hate to say, but for some people they get sick 
or, you know, because they're just exhausted by it all. So I know this person who was the one, she was the breadwinner for the family, even in her younger years and supporting her parents and supporting her kids and, you know, and then she got sick, really sick, cancer sick. And, um, and then, you know, she's going through her savings and who's going to help her. I hope the family pulls together to help her, but it's really fascinating to me when I think, wow, wow, go into the karmic debt, go into the karmic tie. Because what happens when you kind of release that, when you understand it all as best as possible, and you always say, is there more to understand? Is there more to understand? Is this all of it? And they might say for now, in other words, in a couple of days, you might want to go back and go, okay, am I ready? You know, am I ready for more? You know, cause sometimes you, you bite off a lot, right. And you have to chew on it for a few days and then the awareness has come and then you understand other questions to ask on a deeper level, on a soulful level. And then when you finally unravel it and understand it and you clarify your desire in that spiritual space to kind of disconnect or wash your hands of a situation, it really does become a sense of empowerment for souls. You empower them to get on with it and you empower yourself to have this sense of freedom like you never have before. Trust me on that. Your whole life can change. Your whole life can change. And so can theirs. And I mean, in a good way might be, I mean, I guess it depends on how they, how they recover from it. Some people might be like, Oh, it's horrible. You know, cause you drop the ball on them and they think, then they put it on you and you're like, Whoa, wait a minute. Free will your life. Um, yeah, really important, really important. But I remember, I think if you do listen to the past life connections episode, you'll hear my story of when I finally was able to release this man that I had had in and out of my life for countless years. And, um, and finally by letting him go, one thing led to another and I was able to then meet and marry my husband. And I'm grateful that I didn't <laughs> marry that other guy. I would have been kind of stuck in a real manipulative relationship, which would not have been good. And so, um, yeah, he's going down a really, really different path than I would ever have chosen. And so I don't think that that release would have occurred unless I looked at the karmic tie, unless I, I looked at this kind of um, power over that was occurring, unbeknownst to me until I looked at the karmic tie and the karmic kind of... Um, it was a tie more than a debt. It was a tie. And so I really feel, as I've told you, that our life is a continuation, a string of lifetimes together, short stories in our book of our entire Akashic records, our Akashic records for our life. And it's really imperative to look that if one is carried over to the next, to the next house, so especially, especially in relationship. I think it's important to note that karmic debt could also be when you feel you owe something to a whole group of people or even to um you know maybe a cause 
I know that might be in uh, past life promises that has to do with causes, you know, because I was saying that past life promise episode had to do with the solar plexus, personal power, self-esteem, who you are, what you came to do. So sometimes when we're called to a certain path or to help a certain um, kind of idea or belief or, you know, even the environment that could be linked to some well, another lifetime where maybe we weren't so helpful. Doesn't mean it is. I mean, it could also just mean that we're nature lovers like myself, <laughs> but also to karmic debt could be tied to a people, a certain group of people where your eyes are open and you're like, oh, I, you know, probably was not really nice to these people, this group of people in another lifetime. So I need to help them now. Sometimes the karmic debt could go beyond just one person. It could go to a group, right? Of course, this all begs the question, <laughs> what if it's not karma at all? What if it's just this life and there are givers and there are takers, or we have this incredible link to another and we just want to help them, or we're just in a rough spot and we need to accept help ourselves. <laughs> yes, 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 yes because life is full of give and take, isn't it? And I hope to God that if we saw someone in need, we would help in a way that's right for us, whether it's a prayer or a kind word or financial or resources or whatever. And if we were in a tough spot and we needed assistance, we would be courageous enough to ask for help. All of that goes without saying, you brilliant, wise, wise soul. And to me, the biggest thing is once we live from our heart and live from love and truth, it will all make sense and it will all work out. Because if we were all doing that, we wouldn't have an overabundance of givers or an overabundance of takers. It would just be this balance, right? It would just be this balance of needs being met. Wouldn't that be lovely? Well, 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 my friend, I hope that this episode has given you some topics and some ideas and concepts to ponder and maybe some jumping off points to consider when you look at your own tie to another or a soul link you feel you have and looking deeper within your contemplation meditation time to see if there is a karmic debt that is being played out one way or another. I do hope this episode has helped you as I do hope all of my episodes help you to tap into your wise self that has all the answers inside, empowering you to live your greatest truth and lighter because of it. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. It has been an honor to share with you. Thanks for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.